Hey, mates. Welcome once again to the Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Sitting opposite me is Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Hey, mate. How you doing? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, mate. All right. Charming. Very... <laughs> Keep it down over there. Uh, joining us tonight, a, a very good mate of ours. Veteran. He's one of our favourites. Friend of the show. Sounds like you're just going to list your credits. Do you want to do that? No, nah, I want to hear it. I want to hear my credits. Okay. It um, always gives me a bit of a thrill. You might know him from Nova, Vega, yeah, yeah. Classic Rock oh, FM. Jesus, don't uh, The Nuggets. The Nuggets. Takeaway. Takeaway. Oh, yeah. I was in a movie with Eric Banner. Sorry, what happened to him? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that a bit later. Um, yep. Yep. Um... What else? Been on Spicks and Specs 40 times, over 40 times. You hold the record. Nah, Hamish does. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're second, though. What happened to him? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I like the people playing at home. I am second, you're right. People playing at home can try and guess who the guest is before we introduce him. Oh, I haven't him. said my name yet. Should we put people out of their misery? It's Andy uh, If they were being put out of their misery, they'd probably just stop listening to the podcast. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> Jeez, what a great intro. <laughs> this is a new record for us, ladies and gentlemen. Dave O'Neill. Yeah! Wait, I think he has. <laughs> you have, though. You, you sound skinnier. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, I lost my funny. That's yeah. right. <laughs> oh, I was a bit of weight, but I just had Hungry Jack. So yeah. Let's good. let's talk the listeners through our journey into the yep. studio tonight. We, The three of us were at a gig together um, at Soft Belly Comedy. Soft There's Belly us, Comedy. Yep, Thursdays and 367 Little Burke Street. Don't go. Whoa. Oh. Um, Dave offered to give us a lift down here. Yep. Now, I had to sit in the back seat yep. sandwiched between two empty child car seats. I don't have kids. It's just good for picking up women. <laughs> <laughs> they think you're a caring father. And Next you know they're in the car with Ivan Milat Mark too. You were taking the piss considering you would have fitted perfectly into one of those baby seats. That was a complete waste. Yeah. I did a tiny man. So. I, did, I am. I, I did think that maybe I could do that to be a laugh. I don't know if that would be appropriate in Dave's yeah, car. Yeah, no, I think you could have done that. No, I didn't. That would have been horrible because you would have done that thinking this will get a laugh and we would have just gone, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also I thought, what if I break part of it? That's Or soil the seat. They've been soiled before. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a horrible word, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was very happy to give you a lift, and then we went to Hungry Jacks. We went to Hungry Jacks. Hungry Jacks for a long time. Really? No, more McDonald's, and then even then, I don't eat it much anymore. I mean, I used to live for McDonald's. Yeah. We we lived in a shared house in the 80s. We lived down the road from the Smith Street McDonald's, and we used to go there all the time. So are Good you... times, great taste. We live by that motto. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> Was that their motto? Smith Street McDonald's is like yeah. the worst McDonald's, because yeah. that used to be my local, and... Yeah. Uh, you would always sit there and uh, just junkies would come in and just yeah. go straight in the toilet and pass out. And oh, yeah. Whatever. And you're like sitting there. Like eating in a fast food place is bad enough. Where you, yeah. you, There's no other place where you would come in and sit where you've got just human excrement smeared all over yeah. the tables and whatever. Yeah, That's already you shouldn't be eating there. But then there's junkies passing out next to you. Smith Street's always been very special. And I, I first moved around there oh, over 20 years ago, now, 25 years ago, and it was always... Had a certain vibe to it, the Safeway there, always. Yeah. yeah. And when we had our first kid, we haven't lived in the area for 10 years, the, the hospital was near there, and I went down there on a Saturday night, and I went, oh my God, I've forgotten about this. Yeah. There was a guy getting arrested in the Safeway. There was, yeah. <laughs> there was guys out the front yelling and screaming. Doing so, a bit of self-checking out before there was the self-checking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got energy, Smith Street, that's for sure. Yeah. So McDonald's is your big... Yeah, you should love, love McDonald's. But I thought you'd, I'd pick you as a KFC man. Yeah, yeah, KFC's good. You and get the down th- with the, the Colonel. The thought of it sounds good. You know what I mean? You think it's going to be good, but it's no good. I, I used to do a joke about it that it's like masturbating. It's you know, oh, this is going to be awesome, and then you just end up with sticky hands at the end. That's <laughs> <laughs> a reason I don't do that joke anymore. They have a new burger though that on paper sounds horrendous, but is actually pretty good. The Nacho Tower Burger. Oh. So it's a hash brown crammed into a you know chicken fillet burger. 
and then a corn chip, just a round yeah. mutant corn chip that they've stuck in there. Sounds like it'd be no good, but it's all right. My brother used to work at KFC in Nunawani, and because um, we never had chicken at our house, right? Because my dad was in the Vietnam War, and he got served chicken every day, and it was bad chicken. It was Vietnam Viet Cong chicken, and he hated it. And he came right. back from Vietnam in 1970 and said, "No more chicken, Joyce," to Mum, and so we never had chicken. Really? Of course, yeah, we love chicken. <laughs> Chicken was also quite expensive in the 70s. It wasn't like now where it's like the poor man's food. It was quite expensive. And so, so my brother used to come home from the KFC on a Friday night. Me and my twin brother would be lying in bed. We shared a room. And it'd be about 11 o'clock at night. And we'd go, did you bring us any chicken? And my brother being a bit aggro, go, yeah, yeah. And he chucked bits of chicken at us in our bed. <laughs> Vid Kong style. Yeah. yeah. That, is a weird, that is a weird thing to have a nam flashback about. Not like, not like pine cones falling on the roof. Yeah. The bombs are dropping. Yeah. Get the fillets away from yeah. me. It was in Hamburger Hill, it was uh... <laughs> Zinger Mountain, <laughs> Bucket Hill. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, yeah, the chicken. But he went back to Nam. Dad went back to Vietnam, and uh, he left a lot of good men behind. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> um, he went to his air base where he was basing. It's bloody hell! There were tunnels under us. I had no idea. The whole, the whole air base was riddled with tunnels where the Viet Cong used to go down and stuff. Wow. Well, our hungry jacks uh, foray just before was worth it because you were recognised on the way out. Yeah, that's right. This girl said, can I have your Sunday? <laughs> in a car, but I don't know if she recognised me. just thought I was no, fat and no, didn't she, eat it. she recognised your Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, chocolate. That, yeah. That is terrible, though, when you think you're a, well, you know, you, I've been on TV and stuff, but and people recognise you for the wrong things is always, What's the main thing that you get recognised for in the street? Oh, I used to get Husey a lot. Hey, Husey, how you going? Because <laughs> I used to work with him, and I'm like, nah. And then I just used to go with it, you know? Yeah. yeah how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> then he got so famous that people knew who he was, but didn't necessarily know who I was. They, they so he was very comedian. famous for doing radio for a long time, yeah. so I guess people wouldn't know what it looked People like. recognise your voice occasionally, um, but now um, I get spicks and specks a lot. They're normally from old people, though, in fruit shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Is that the prime demographic of spicks and specks? Yeah, older people. Oh, in the they, fruit they shops fruit. that fruit. love fruit. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're regular. I mean, they're regular. You, know, you, can, you can go comfortably into a butcher's, easy, but... Yeah. <laughs> Nah, butchers, nah, butchers, no. I don't get recognised, but, but people in fruit shops. Yeah. But I also get other comedians. Like this guy, I was in Byron Bay once, and I was out the, we rented a house, and I was out the front and with the kids. It was about, I remember it was about nine o'clock, and this guy with dreadlocked rode past on a push bike, and he goes, hey, look, it's Mikey Robbins, funny guy Mikey, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, my wife's going, why aren't you correct? And I'm like, he's on a push bike. So seriously, <laughs> the next day at exactly the same time, I was at the front again with the kids, and he drove past in a minibus with like backpackers, and he had a, he had a little mic. And he went, hey, everyone, it's Mikey Robbins. Look at uh, him. So you've so you've overnight gotten Mikey Robbins added to the stars maps yeah. of, of Byron, Byron Bay, Bay tour, and then. Uh, then that night I went into the pub there, the northern, where you can buy pizzas. I ordered some pizzas and I walked in. He's sitting there with his mates. He goes, "Hey, hey Mikey Robbins." <laughs> <laughs> no, the dreadlock dude. Yeah. And he goes, "Hey, hey, everyone is Mikey." And they're all looking at me going, oh, "I think that's Uzi." I don't think that's Mikey. <laughs> yeah. But he goes to me, "What do you think about tonight?" And I go. What's happening tonight? He goes, mate, state of origin. And I'm like, I'm a Victorian. I don't know anything about rugby league. And he goes, who are you backing? And I just went, oh, New South Wales. He went, yeah, right to see you, Mikey. Awesome. <laughs> my wife's going, why didn't you correct him? I said, it's just too, it's too far gone now. You know, I need to go back and say, 
I'm not Mikey Robbins, I'm a comedian. Yeah, you're locked in now. Yeah, you're locked into that. Yeah. All of a sudden you had all these commitments to Good News Week after that that you had to fulfill (laughs) and just too far gone. Is that how you got, because you're on Good News Week quite a bit, is that how that happened? Do the producers just think that you're Mikey Robbins? Yeah, Yeah. maybe. (laughs) Now I always got a theory about that, I'm like ballast for the other side to weigh it up. Oh, right. (laughs) So I'm tip over, you know, get get the other fat guy to weigh the other end like a scale. You're good, Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm no lap band. I'm pre lap band surgery. So what about um? What about the nugget? You ever get recognised for the nugget? Yeah, in the country, you do actually. Really? Yeah, people love that movie in the country. You go to Ballarat or somewhere like that, and I actually got mobbed in a nightclub. This was great. I was up in Darwin with Husey. Uh, for a Nova promotion called The Man Trip, where we... That would have been wrapped. Two Husies. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and Mikey Robinson. <laughs> and uh, we took five listeners away to Darwin for a man trip, to, and we, we recruited... We got a virgin, a 20-year-old virgin. This all sounds very illegal at the moment so far. We took <laughs> yeah, we took 20 really people really? to Darwin on we a man trip. We took, like, a migrant. A guy just migrated to Australia from India. And we, we had Anyway, we, we, had, we had a lot of fun in Darwin. And we went to this nightclub, and we're... You know, I was standing there, and these people came up and started quoting the nugget to me. I, don't know, I honestly know what they're talking about. This guy's going, hey, man, the hand of God. And I thought, what's going on? Then another guy was a, called me Sue. And then I just went, what the... Because it was a while ago, and I'm just thinking, oh, it's the nugget. And they went, yeah, we love the nugget. So, because I did breakfast radio for years, which is getting up early and writing stuff and, you know, working with spastics in a small room. <laughs> right, it's like being in a submarine with retarded people, but... But, um, Don't talk about Dave O'Neill like that. Is <laughs> yeah, it? Dave O'Neill. Don't talk about Izzy. Anyway, um, but yeah, doing a film was really easy. They, they, you know, someone comes and picks you up uh, and they hold an umbrella over your head when it rains and they give you lunch and you go home and you work for about 20 minutes a day. So Great. It's a, I recommend it. It's, it's, it's you, Stephen Curry and Eric Banner, Eric Banner are the lead yeah. roles. Yeah, what's, that's right. What's Banner really like? Eric Banner's all right. He started stand-up the same year as I did. So yeah. he started in 1990. And, uh, yeah, we got on really well because he was a boy from the outer suburbs. He was from Tullamarine. Right. I was from Mitcham, different parts of the world, but very similar. Both that is the, I've never heard of anyone living in Tullamarine. Like, I've yeah, never met or encountered anyone living I find it weird when, when, you talk to, when you meet someone that works at the airport. Yeah. I always find that a, a, an amazing yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. Working at the airport. Well, people used to say to him, and this used to be his opening joke, I live in Tullamarine, people always go, oh, that's handy. That must be handy. He goes, like, I catch a plane every day. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it was really annoying was getting a taxi from the airport to his house. Because he gave him the taxi and the guy goes, where to? He goes, Tullamarine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's good. He, I haven't spoken for a while, but he... Um, Oh, you know, he's he's a good example of a comedian who's done well because he was a stand-up comedian. Yeah, and just did really well. The funny thing was, he lived at home for when he started comedy, and he I used to run a gig in South Morang and um, a pub, uh, you know, comedy gig, and I used to read up and book him, but his grandmother would answer the phone. <laughs> his grandmother was German, didn't speak. It was like hello, Isa. It's like you had to you had to book Eric through his grandmother. That's so, awesome. Knowing him, knowing him, you know, you, you know him better than, well, it, you know, in the best out of anyone in this room. What do you reckon yeah. the chances are of him coming back and doing a live tour as Poiter? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> when, when, when I spoke to him the other day, he said to me, hey, I said to my wife the other day, I said, what do you reckon about this idea? Poiter, the movie. Oh, yes. Is this a... <laughs> is nah, this a, he wouldn't do it. This is a scoop. Nah. Is this an exclusive scoop on the Little Dum Dum Club? Eric no. Banner considering... No. Poiter the movie. Well, I used to write a lot of those sketches with him because, um, you know, it's a Bogan connection. I used to love writing those uh, Poiter sketches. Yeah. Um, but we went on tour um, uh, after Full Frontal finished and uh, 
we uh, or when he left the show or whatever, we went to Queensland and WA and stuff, and he used to do Point Alive. Yeah, right. And uh, oh, we did this joint called Bribey Island in Queensland. Yeah. Bribey Island is a there's a bridge to it now, but in the old days, it was like a working class resort. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, there was no bridge, and so it used to have a law to itself. Now there's a bridge, but it's still got that sort of bit mental sort of thing. So we turn up to the gigs in the RSL and the guy goes, okay, we're going to leave the lights on for the whole show because people have to see the smorgasbord. <laughs> we're like, oh, okay, awesome. So I get up there and think, and there's like old people yelling out, like, oh, I'm talking old, a lot of old people there yelling out stuff, like really abstract, like, you know, they're off their medication or something like that. And then Eric does himself and then he comes back as Poyter. Yeah. And so he's on stage as Poyter and um, this woman jumped up on stage and grabbed him on the nuts and wouldn't let go. <laughs> And he said to me, start the car. So I said to the, the, the tour manager, start the car. And he pulled up in the van and Fanick and we just jumped. Eric was wrestling with his woman to get her hand off his nuts. And so I grabbed and her. And you're, you're acting it out purely for the enjoyment. So I grabbed her and it was like a scene out of the Blues Brothers. He ran and jumped in the van. I said, Eric, man, what did you think you And we jumped in the van and people were chasing us down the road. I, I, didn't, I didn't see anyone being grabbed on the nuts in the Blues Brothers, I mean. <laughs> So yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. That's. I mean, the start of that story is very comforting. As someone, as someone who's you know starting out in comedy slash show business, you know, to know that Full Frontal yeah. was quite a big show and yeah. Eric Banner w- would have been a pretty big name in comedy. Yeah. You know, no matter how big you make it, you're never going to be as important as the smorgasbord. Yeah. That's you right. know, it's it's a comforting thing to know. Oh, we. Um, That's yeah. a bit of Beatle Beatle mania, test, <laughs> mania. Just you want to be mobbed on the nuts, don't you? <laughs> Mobbed on the nuts, the Eric Banner story. <laughs> she had quite a grip. That was on that was on the tour when he told me he was going to make a movie about Chopperine. And I said, what? He goes, yeah, I'm going to make a movie about Chopperine. I'm like, are you kidding me? A movie about that guy? Is that a good idea? I nearly talked him out of it. <laughs> oh, that could have been you now as an alien on Star Trek. You could have got his roles. David yeah. O'Neill is the Hulk. Yeah. How good would that have been? <laughs> well, when we were on... Don't, we were don't do- get me angry. Well, I, I really can't be fucked <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't ask for me Sunday. Yeah. You wouldn't like what happens when you ask for me Sunday. I'm going to go green like I'm going to go green in a minute anyway from that food. <laughs> we went to New Orleans uh, for a radio conference when I worked at Nova. Yeah. And so uh, the, the manager, the radio manager, okay, guys, we're, uh, we're going to this radio conference in New Orleans. Uh, so I want you to go on to every session and uh, learn about DJs and stuff like that. So, I mean, I you know, I love food and music. So I'm like, New Orleans this is going to be awesome. So we get there and we go to one session, right? And it's just, me, Husey, and Kate Langbrook in this room. American Ross over there too. Drop, name dropping here. And, um, <laughs> Friends of the show. And uh, and 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 it was just us and 150 American DJs, and they were all just you know, they're like retarded sort of people because they're not they're not comedians or anything. They're more just your DJ DJ. And they said, okay, what are we going to do now? We're going to go around the room, and everyone's going to give an idea, and then you can take back these ideas to your own station, and you'll have 150 new ideas. I'm like, That's, I don't want to give my ideas, so I may went up. I said, um, so they came to me and they said, what's your idea? I said, oh, in, in, in Melbourne, we do this um, thing called Squeeze Your Pussy, where um, we get people to ring up and squeeze their cat. <laughs> and this guy gets up, this American guy, and he said, um, there was some funny ones, though. There was a guy from a Bible belt town who said they did a, a quiz called Crucifact or Crucifixion. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Which got banned, of course. Oh, yeah. And another guy got up from like one of the southern stations. He goes, we do this thing called Ass Crack Beer. And what we do, we get listeners in, and, and my sidekick, uh, Jed here, he bends over with his pants off, and I tip a beer down his ass crack <laughs> into a glass, <laughs> and then we make a listener drink it. Oh. So, 
I'm just sitting there. I'm looking. He's going. I'm not coming to any more of these shit sessions. <laughs> Maybe that's so, what we need to do on this show. Ask crack beer. Ask crack beer. So I ended up just going to all the uh, eating joints and stuff like that, and yeah, the, and the bands and stuff. And then at the end of the manager goes, you, know, you guys haven't seen you guys in any sessions at all, you know. I said, well, you know, we're in New Orleans, you know. Yeah. So have, the, have the conference in Dubbo, then I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> New Orleans. What's the food like there? What's the What's the New Orleans yeah, food? Yeah, fantastic. It's a mixture. There's three types. There's like Cajun, which is sort of the French hillbilly type. Yeah, right. Then there's Creole, which is the black sort of influence. Then there's a third type, which I can't remember. <laughs> but they have great, for example, fried chicken. Right. So you go, you go to this, you know, you look up in the guidebook and you, they have fantastic fried chicken. And then we went to like a, oh, we went, I got, they got trams there, it's a bit like Melbourne. Yeah. And I got Shuzi and we went to this, the end of the tram stop. So it's like going to Bandura or something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we just went to this. Zone three. This Yeah, zone three. And we went to this diner in the middle of nowhere, just run by these massive fat black guys. And, um. And I remember, so he so goes, oh, I want some apple pie. And I ordered a hamburger. So the hamburger's sizzling away on the grill. And the guy goes, you want me to heat it up? <laughs> and he goes, what? He goes, you want me to heat up the apple pie? He goes, oh, yeah, okay. The guy just gets the apple pie and slaps it next to the onions. Oh, <laughs> that's, jeez. But, yeah, the food there is really good. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah it, it's, it's with, you know, New Orleans is sort of a bit unusual in America. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. Uh, but no, it was a good time. Good time. Maybe we should talk about the first time I met you, Tommy. Okay. Yeah. I don't think your name was Tommy, though. I think you had some your normal name. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yes. know, when, I, when I met you was, I reckon, at the lounge. The lounge? The, the venue in uh, The Melbourne. Comics Lounge? No, no, the lounge, the oh, venue. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys Street. were doing an outside We were doing broadcast. an OB uh, yeah. with Hughes and Kate mm-hmm. on Nova. Mm-hmm. And um, was, was he being a tragic little... Comedy yeah. fanboy. Yeah. You're in your Carey school uniform. Yep. Oh, yes. With your dad. Yep. dad was wearing a suit. Yep. Because well, I remember... Cause why most... is it weird that my dad's wearing a suit? It's not his way to work. <laughs> my, my dad never did. Okay. Yeah. He wore a grey jacket. Yeah. Like a cleaner. <laughs> he, was, he was a trade stinger. But yeah, your dad was well-dressed. And, uh, and um, yeah, because you used to come to... Um, Comedy sort of OBs and stuff, didn't you? I that was yeah, a the comedy first, festival OB too. So first, we had all comedians performing. Yeah, the first yeah. comedy gig I ever went to before I was interested in comedy was uh, Husey's CD launch with you, oh, yeah, Justin Hamilton, there. and Greg Fleet at the Prince, Prince Pat. At the Prince Pat, yeah. God, you got a memory card. Yep. Yeah, it was um, his first time. You always remember your first I know, time. I remember you, you came backstage and Hughes. He'll remember his first time when he has sex. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's right. That's that's funny. And um, yeah, because I talked to you on that day. I remember talking to you at the OB. Yeah. Because you might have communicated with us somehow, uh, via email. Or, I think I or, may oh, have. I, I may have done. <laughs> I may have done a gig with you at that point. What are you doing? St- oh, maybe no. class clowns I was or doing, something. No, I was doing stand-up when I was at school. Were I, you? I was doing stand-up in year 11, yeah. Oh, I you... did a gig with you at the Terminus. I knew you. Yeah, that's right. Joanne, yeah, yeah, Joanne yeah. Brookfield's room. That's right. And she passed on your email address so we could be mates. You and the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing the long game to put you on a podcast back before podcast uh, technology existed. Long-term planning. You and the guy oh. used to... Um, Hughes on Nova had this war with this guy called... I think his name was David Bluestein. That's not your real name, is it? No. What is your real name? Give me, give me, give me your real name. name. If you'd listen to previous episodes, you'd know. Thomas Allsop. Can we just Sop deviate? A. Can we deviate very quickly? Um, yeah. Uh, I no, 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 no. Let's get no, back to this. Though. I caught up oh, with no, a this is, no, it's here. on this. Yeah. I caught up with a friend of mine um, yeah. the other day. Yeah. Who said to me, "Hey, we were at the Shanghai Dumpling House um, last night <laughs> having dinner, 
Um, Stop do you know what? Have a look at this. What do you reckon about this graffiti that we found on the wall? He sends, he shows me his phone. He's got a picture, and this is written on the wall of the men's toilet at the Shanghai Dumpling House in Biro. Dasilo's real name is Allsop. And I was like, I reckon I know who the culprit is here. So I've gotten straight on the phone to Carl and gone. I did it drunk weeks and weeks ago. Just a mate of mine was at Shanghai Dumpling House last night, saw some interesting graffiti, and there was about three seconds pause, and then just Carl pissing himself. And you're like, oh, yeah? What did it say? And I'm like, I reckon you know what it said. What about... That annoys me, because you know when I started in radio, they said, oh, you can't be an O'Neill because there's already ugly Phil (laughs) O'Neill. And that's not his real name. Right. Oh, Ugly's name. not his real name. His <laughs> real name is Phil Dawson. Uh, O'Neill's a fake name. That, I said, O'Neill's not a funny name. Why would you choose yeah. that? Why wouldn't you choose, you know, Cockknocker so, or... <laughs> Tommy <laughs> Cockknocker. <laughs> Tommy Cockknocker. You know, my dentist My dentist is called Mark Badco, spelled B-A-D-C-O-C-K. Oh. And so, and so, and so the, the, woman, the nurse goes, uh, Mr. Badco will see you now. I go... I'm not here to see bad <laughs> It's like Cockburn. Co- yeah, that's Cockburn. Coburn. Yeah, Coburn. Coburn. Kidding yeah. yourself. So that's like. Anyway. But what about when, uh, when during the, uh, the, 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 do you know the story I'm about to tell? The, the comedy festival when uh, they sent a, a scout out to see you one year. And they're looking for Tommy Allsop and no, Tommy Daslow. They're looking for Tommy Daslow. And what happened? Remember, remember that? No, no. I'll, I'll tell it then. Um, I don't know anything about yeah, it. Didn't someone? Didn't someone ring you up? And they they come and saw you at the festival, and then they said, "Oh, we wouldn't mind having you on TV or radio or whatever." And you're like, "Oh yeah, okay." And they're like, "Yeah, you know, because we're from SBS, and we just oh. want you know." Oh yeah, yeah, the some, scout. some no, ethnic was, talent. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was during the comedy festival. Yeah, yeah the, the festival publicists called me up and went, "SBS are looking for people around the festival." I was like, "Great, this could be awesome." And they're like, "Yeah, it's for the uh, it's for the it's for the uh, the Italian show on SBS." I was like, "Ah." Uh, Oh, yeah, is, there any, is there any middle class uh, networks that can yeah. come and scout me? Or? Uh, yeah, it's like enjoying seven, this. Well, there's ABC, yeah. 774. The, uh, the great classic, classic FM should have come and yeah. scouted you. If the, you went to Carey, you know, Richard Stubbs went to Wesley, so that's sort of a similar. Can you use the old. You know, are there any other comedians that went to Carey? Um, I can't think of any that went to Carey. No, no, not that I it's know of. Funny, it's not a funny place. Gabriel Gaddy's son was in the year above me. <laughs> you know who did? You know who I did go to school with. It was the year above me. Um, you might not know him by name. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Lees, who's on uh, Rescue Special Ops on Channel Nine, and he was also oh. the guy in the um, you know those Cornetto ads. Where there's like the two, oh, yeah. it's like the same guy. Oh, it's like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy's that, that ads outside my house on the on the oh, bus really? stop. On yeah, the yeah. Tram he, stop. He Everyone's to, got something addled behind the house except me. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a fish and chip shop. You've got an ad. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a bus stop. My house. Um, the, Where do you live? In the middle of fucking the Antarctic yeah, or something? It's very boring. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, um, well, you know, that's pro- the big private schools. They don't, they, oh, they turn out a few comedians, but generally, um, someone had a theory. I think it was David Mamet, the playwright, said that if you're rich, you don't have to be funny. Why would you be funny? But if you're poor, you, your life depends on it. Yeah. Mm, well said. <laughs> Xavier, Xavier's turned out a few. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they have actually. Michael Chamberlain and Lawrence Lung. Uh, Santa Chilaro, Tom Gleisner. Wow, there you go. Andrew McClellan. Mirabara yep. High School's turned out... W- Half of one. <laughs> <You>. <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone famous who went to Mary Barrow? Yeah. Apart from you. Yeah. 
Yeah, who else? Uh, a few sportsmen, a few AFL players? No, not really, because no. in my time, um, I think there's a few now, actually. I think there's a few Maryborough footballers now, mm-hmm. but back in my day, it was always like there were, there were good footballers, but because it was like this horrible, drunken, small town, they would all just get yeah. really drunk and start fighting each other, yeah. and no one ever kicked on. They would go to Sydney or Hawthorne or whatever and play no games, because they'd just get drunk <laughs> drunk it's every it. week. Yeah, they couldn't handle the city probably. Yeah, that's yeah well, common. that's it. Yeah, yeah they couldn't. But cool. we've got... Uh, Maryborough had... Uh, Who's famous? Oh, that the Avalanches. They're they they old mates of mine. You, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I love the Avalanches. Yeah. When's a new album coming out? Uh, <laughs> Why don't you ask them? Ten, I don't think they've ever heard that that's question. That's ten years ago. Yeah. You know that album came I, out. I'm well aware. Yeah. What are they doing? What have they been doing? They've they're, a lot of bongs, isn't it? Ten years of bongs. No, they broke well. up, didn't they? No, 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 they didn't. They kicked out a few members, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, the guy that I was in the band going. was in a band with was Darren, who now. Was, Were you in a band with Darren? No, no, I was in a band called Captain Coco. Yeah. And a guy called Mark Murphy was a guitarist. He left and formed a band called Ripe, which Darren... Oh, Darren. Darren, Darren Saltman was in Ripe, Darren yeah. Darren was a drummer. Yeah. Yeah, and now Darren, of course, is married to Sally Saltman. So, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He plays drums with them. Yeah. Wow. And of course, she wrote that great Faust fa- 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 song. One, two, three, four, oh, or whatever song. it is. Yeah. Can we play that? No. Well, we don't play music here. No. I no. do 774, and that's talk radio. We play songs there. We're not allowed to. We're not oh, podcasts. We have to pay rights and stuff. Well, let's sing one. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Yeah. I mean, I was telling a story about radio. You went that kid. The the David OB. Bluestein. Yeah. Okay. Because I've got a. So, I've got a. Is this David Bluestein the, the no, comedy writer? No. No. It's. A, I've just. There can't be that, two people. No. Called I that. picked that name out of the the Ethan. I've picked him. It was like. And it you was, picked an actual real person. Yeah. <laughs> who now you're going to slag okay, off? Let's change it to David Weinstein. Let's, let's see if he listens to the show because uh, <laughs> that's not a big test. He probably yeah. does. Hi, David. Anyway, no, I think it was it was a Jewish surname, David Weinstein, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he had this. Email, he worked for Miramax. Yeah. yeah, he had this email war going on with Husey, which ended up on air. And so Husey go, "Oh, I've got another email from David Weinstein. I'm going to read it out." You're not funny, Husey, and you're ugly, and all this. And Husey got really angry, and he said, Mate, you weak dog, put your number on, and I'm going to call you. And I still remember, we're sitting in the office you after the show. Dog. That's good. That's up, there with you, that's up there with you tip rat. <laughs> you tip rat is a beauty. Tip rat, I've not heard that in fucking yeah. age. It's oh, old school. Fantastic. I heard Dolly Bird the other night. She's just oh, a yeah. Dolly Bird. Yeah. Anyway, um, so... Um, so he so we're sitting in the office, ding an email appears, and he, it's like David Bluestein. Yeah, yeah, call no, me up, Weinstein. Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> call me up. <laughs> so he, he goes, I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him. He picks up the phone. There's a ring, ring, ring. He goes, Hello, is David there? You're his mother. He's 14. <laughs> and then there's a sign that usually goes. He goes, well, you, you should know that your son has been sending some very abusive and hurtful emails. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing about email feedback and you know, well, internet speak- feedback. It's often a child. Well, speaking you? of that. And of <laughs> that's that- the moral of that story. <laughs> <laughs> story, guys. If you ever get abuse from yeah. people, they're often like a kid. Yeah. So, but, well, that yeah. leads into an interesting thing. That OB that me and my dad came along to, yeah. as we were leaving um, – Kate had mentioned during the show that her husband was on the way up with the, with, with, yeah, with the kid yeah. in the stroller. And as we were walking down the stairs, we saw him walking up the stairs and trying to... And there's steep steps. There's the steep steps, yeah. yeah. He's trying to get the pram up. And, the, and Dad kind of looks at him and goes, oh, don't envy you, mate. And then, you know... Well, wasn't, he, weird... wasn't he carrying your pram? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was in the bugger booth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they call him the hugger yeah. yeah. The back, the front backpack. Yeah, yeah, front backpack. <laughs> it really hurt your back. So, I've had, I've so, you wouldn't have had much of a view of the of the OB if oh. he was facing your dad. Yep. Yep. 
They were good because you, you could carry it around your baby like they fall asleep and you rest their drink on your head. <laughs> I had one of them for a while. <laughs> and we go on. Anyway, so we... we did we help him up the stairs? Or? No, we did. Well, that was the thing because then we, we got out on the street and Dad got all paranoid that Dad saying, I don't envy you, that he would have taken that as like Dad having a crack at, I don't envy you being married to Kate Langbrook. <laughs> and then he gets all paranoid. That's a fair comment too. So he went... <laughs> So dad goes home and emails you guys on your official oh. whatever it was, breakfast at, you know, Nova or whatever, yeah, she would have saying, saying oh, no, no. You know, you know what happened? He Because he referenced a joke that Husey had made on the air about Kate, like just some, some, yeah. some you know, thing he chucked out at her and then wrote this insane, like, page-long thing. And then an email two days later comes back to Dad's email address written in all lowercase that just says, because my dad's name's David, it just says, shut up, David, from Husey. (laughs) That was like like rats. That was like Dad's big boast for a while. It's like, oh, look at this. I got an email from Husey. We're tagging me out. It would have been him from him too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would be. He's the reply to them. Yeah, no, I don't doubt that. Hmm. So is his name David Winstein, your dad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a blue star. Yeah, yeah. Has he got a fake name? Yeah, too, was, that, was, that was that was that was third name. Yeah, <laughs> he's got quite a few. You had him on. You had him on Classic Rock we FM did. recently, we didn't did. you? We did. Your dad is a, a classic because he's a. Is he an architect? He's an architect, yeah. but he's often called in court to be a witness. He's like a, a, yeah. a, a like a. He's an expert, Carl, on architectural things, and he gets called. It's like an expert that they call up. You know when they always go, and we've got an expert on architecture or something? Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't watch Law and Order. I don't know. No. What? When, when, the, <laughs> Carl is when, actually... when the bloody ceiling falls in on but, someone's head in a yeah, murder case, yeah, like and he the, comes in and goes, yep, that... Uh... Yeah, that was going to fall in. <laughs> they come off games. They used him a lot. The, uh, but, and and he, he's got quite... He's invented quite an extraordinary thing, hasn't he, your dad? Yeah, so he... You know that episode of The Simpsons where Homer's doing jury duty and he makes the pair of glasses that have the eyes on the inside? Dad yeah. goes to me one day... I'm just spending a lot of time in court. It's just boring and I get tired. I'm going to make a pair of those Homer Simpson glasses. And I'm like... Well, that's not inventing. That's copying well, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. But I'm picturing him... Yeah. When, when he says that, I'm picturing... I'm like, that is not going to work. Because I was picturing him getting a pair of glasses and then just literally getting a white sheet of paper yeah. and drawing a big big circle with a big black dot in the middle. I'm yeah. like, no, but he, I reckon... But what he did, he, he took, a, his eyes, yeah, he took he? a photo of his face, yeah. like quite close, cut the eyes out, put them on the inside of a pair of glasses. So he can not off in court. But his first draft... I want to, see, like, that on the, I want to see that on the new inventors. I reckon that's a great, <laughs> that's a great invention. Yeah, because his first draft of them, he, he printed the picture out a bit too big and he sort of stuck <laughs> one of them on a bit lopsided so he looked like this giant, <laughs> melty-faced cougar. Like, it looked but, horrific. And he, he puts pinpricks in them so he can see yeah, them, doesn't he? That's yeah, that's the thing. He goes, I've yeah. cut actual holes in the eye holes mm. so that I can see out of them just in case. Just like if in... Shit, if shit goes just down... Just in case What? I don't know if she's in case he wants to act like a reasonable adult. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just in case he wants to do his job that he's being paid quite well for. Good to hear that you know major witnesses and experts are falling asleep in court all the time. How do you bluff? How do you bluff architectural evidence? You just wake up and go, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was a right angle. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> and a plasterboard fell through. Uh, well, was he good on the Gavarasi? Was he good on the on the radio when you called him? He was great. Yeah, he was great. But I do remember thinking uh, that he wasn't. Mr. Dassler, he was Mr. Elsa. Yeah, and it yep. freaked me out a bit. I'm like, is this Tom's? He went, yeah, I'm Tom's dad. And I just thought maybe you had there was a messy divorce or something like. You know, sometimes the guy chooses the girl's na- uh, the mother's name. Or, yeah, yeah, or maybe, no, like that. No, Dassler just Dassler just went out with a young Italian girl, and when yeah. they broke up, he took her name. <laughs> that's actually kind of true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Half of that's true. Why? I went out with a young Italian girl. Did you? Huh. Did you? How did that go? Not great. Nah. Well, what happened? We broke up. Oh. 
What was her last name? Uh, I'm not saying. Oh, she have a fake name too. No, no, she uh, she's she changed she's, her name to all. No, time. surely she's like, she's she's Swapsy. Her dad's the non the non Italian side, so she had. Oh, I guess she had like Smith or Jones or something like that. Yeah, oh, not yeah. Name I, I, remember, I remember going with girls. <laughs> I've, I've been with my lady for 20 years. Wow. So, uh, vague memories. But I actually found my 1985 diary today. There's some very interesting things in here, like May the 22nd to... It's got Sydney with Cindy, who was my girlfriend, with Cindy, Cindy, Cindy. And then it's got, check with Miriam in case Cindy can't go. So, <laughs> so you've got a backup date for an interstate that's trip? actually Cindy's riding, I can tell you straight So that is in your little black book. It's, it's white. It's white. And it's got all the gigs we used to do in the band. It's got, like, Tiger Lounge, uh, Venetian Room, and then it's got some really disappointing ones, like Blackburn Square. <laughs> <laughs> do we do Transformers? No, I did comedy there once at Transformers. In really? Yeah, they used to have comedy there. But no, this sounds good. 12th of February on a Tuesday night, 985, Pancake Night. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, that a, is that a gig or is that... <laughs> no, no, that was, no, this was... I was what? a stand-up this day. <laughs> you sound pretty busy that you've got to put that in your diary just to remember. You couldn't let that one slip by. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Friday the 1st of March, 995, Possums and Mr. B's Housewarming Hat Party. Oh, On the, the date before Pancake Night, does it just say, reminder, buy maple syrup? <laughs> just so you don't fuck up Pancake yeah. Night? Oh, Back before God. it was called Shrove Tuesday. Three dates for shroving. Yeah, so you've, you've mentioned this a couple of times for listeners who don't know. You were in a band uh, growing yeah. up. Yes, Captain Coco. We were Captain called. Coco. We were shit, but, um, You'd have some good stories about that. Benefit and Broad Meadows. Jesus, that would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> the Saturday, the thirteenth, eleventh of July. It's just got Wobby's World. Oh <laughs> yes, Wobby's World was in yeah. the park. It's closed yeah. down, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's had that that helicopter went really slow. I don't know what I was doing there on a Saturday night in nineteen eighty five. What a Saturday <laughs> night at Wobby's World. <laughs> maybe, I had, maybe I had dinner with a keg across the road, and then just <laughs> what about um? What about Gumbaya Park? Is Gumbaya Park still yeah, going? Still where open, the city meets yeah, the country? Yeah. You take your kids down to Gumbaya Park? No, no. Oh, it's near Moe, I know where it is. Yeah, I've, I've driven past going to gigs down there, but it's still. Yeah, they've got go karts and stuff like that. Gumbo yeah. Park. So my, my place local because I'm from Maribyrnong, from the country. It was uh, the closest place like that would be in Bendigo, like an hour's drive, and there was Cherry Berry Farm, oh. which was this, a big water slide park. Yeah. But but it was like complete. The water slides were made of concrete. So oh, there was all joking. jagged bits sticking oh. out. Yeah, it was oh, pretty amazing. Cherry Berry? Yeah, so the school's <laughs> taking us on a bus to go to Cherry Berry Farm, and then we're all coming with all the skin ripped off they our back. They, they call it Cherry Berry because that's the colour of your ass. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's, like, it's cherry coloured. Yeah, I, I love those um, amusement. There used to be Legend, Legend Land near Frankston was another one. It's a housing estate now. What's that one? Um, the not, oh, what, the pipe factory was it pipe? Oh, the yeah. pipe, pipe yeah. works, not pipe, pipe works. works. Pipe works. That you see that on the ring road now. Yeah, where it's like a market. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's often like Caribbean Gardens. When I was a kid, Caribbean Gardens, which is now a market, used to be like a, a tragic sort of amusement. It's very similar to probably. What about Cherry isn't Berry. the Rollerama next to that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've and been there. Caribbean Gardens used to have a submarine. And you should go in it and sit in little seats, and a guy would spray a hose on the window. So you think it's going underwater. Oh, like two, like two dollar peeps. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's? Tell me this. What's a what's yeah. a what's a weekend outing for the O'Neill clan? Where do we go? Yeah, what do you do? What do you, what do you take uh, your kids? I like it because every time I talk to you on the phone, there's kids screaming. There's kids screaming, yeah. and I don't know whether you're talking to me because you're like, 
Yeah, Carl. All right. No, put down the pie. Oh, no. You want the? You're having a pie? And I'm like, I'm not having a pie. No. You've had one already. All right. Love, oh, okay. Okay. Eat whatever you want. I don't care. Anyway. I love the image of that conversation cheese happening. Cheese but cheese. if you actually were eating a pie when you called him up, yeah. and you've just been like, how does he know? I think you're into kids who's like eating cheese sticks. How into the cheese sticks? Oh yeah. The, well, the, put the cheese sticks down. Yeah. yeah cheese sticks cheese are something sticks. that you, at a certain age, you just you still eat cheese, but just in stick form. Yeah. At a no certain good. age, it just you can't be a you can't you. be a twenty five year old peeling oh. off a beak of stringers. Yeah, that's yeah. not a good you beak of stringers. Yeah, yeah. No, the cutoff is actually around seven or eight because my oldest son goes, I don't like them anymore. Yeah, they, they do. They I've moved a, on to block. Yeah, they like blocks. Or you're right. Little nibble with a. You're so little... in contact with seven year olds. <laughs> no, just hey, with cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Where do yeah. we go? Well, it's the yeah. Look, we you know you go to the park a lot, and the park's like fresh hell. That's like no good. <laughs> what do your kids think about? Did they do they understand the whole comedy thing? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Look. Um, do they get excited when you're on the telly? Yeah, yeah. They say daddy's on the TV uh, and stuff like that. And my daughter, who's four, goes, "How was the geek, daddy? How was?" It? But she doesn't really. I don't think they really understand. The Jasper, my oldest one, knows that I'm a comedian. Right. Kids at school. When I go to school. Some of the greats, he says, hey, you're on Spicks and Specs, aren't you? And then he goes after, Daddy, they know, do they, how do they, the funny thing is when you walk down the street and strangers start talking to you and then Jasper will go, how do they know you, Dad? And I go, I Dad, don't know. No, Daddy, who, Daddy, who, Daddy, who, Daddy, why do they want your dessert? <laughs> why do they want your dessert? Because he always goes, who are those people? I go, I don't know. He goes, how do they know you? Go, they know you from the radio. Why did you tell them that you were Husey? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why do they keep asking what you're so why, mad about? Why is Husey picking me up from school, Dad? <laughs> why, why are you sending abusive it's, emails to me? It's interesting because I don't know what their concept, oh, I just say that's my job and stuff. So you, I don't know what their concept is, you know what I mean? I don't think they yeah. know what a comedian is. No. But they know that I stand on stage and tell jokes and I go on the radio and stuff. They know that. Yeah. But, but also there's a certain age where when you're that young where just even the concept of a job is like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, why do you leave the house? Well, when I got sacked from radio, they, my daughter in particular was obsessed about me going to work. <laughs> like, when are you going to work, Daddy? I said, I oh, know, I've lost my radio job. I'm not doing anymore. So when are you going to work? And then my son said... Oh, your dad doesn't have a real job anymore. <laughs> I, so. I do stand up, yeah, but that's not a real job, is it, Daddy? Like, so they think they think it's funny. Kids still think in their minds you've got to go to a building every day. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and clock on. But they've got to realise that the creative class is a new thing. You know what I mean? You can make a living just not the doing creative anything. class. The I creative class. That. Yeah, there was a book written about it about the creative class and how people make. Are living these days just by you know working from home and you know like, doing, doing shitty podcasts, and, and, yeah, podcasts, yeah, and that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You do wonder about their um their perception of yeah what you do for a job, but you know, I mean, my dad was in the air force and that, so you know that was pretty exciting. So no comedian though, but. yeah. No yeah, architect. But I look at was some he on, of the old. He wasn't on Spicks and Specs. He wasn't on Simon Townsend's Wonderworld. <laughs> My or... dad's been on TV a bit though. He came on the Mick Malloy show with me when I worked on the Mick Malloy oh, yeah. show. And um, yeah, he's been on. He's done a bit of TV because he's quite funny. And he was on John Safran's show. Oh, yeah. He is, and I think um, yeah, he's Freemason. Yeah, you're, yeah, oh, your dad really? pops up in a lot of things. Like he's you, yeah, you talk about him quite a lot in your in your book and yeah. in your stand up. I used to do a lot of stand up about him, not much, so much anymore because I've got my own kids, so I, 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 I embarrass them. But I used to talk a lot about my dad. Yeah. He, because th- he met, I used to do radio with Safran on Triple R. I did breakfast with him for about a year, and so I got to know him quite well. And John is obsessed by things like Freemasons. Yeah, and he's going, "Oh, your dad, your dad, your dad, the Freemason. Can I, can I, 
<laughs> can I get him on, on my show? I'm like, oh, look, I'll get, you can ring him up because he, he likes you, you know. Yeah. And um, and so Dad rings me up and goes, oh, your bloody mate John Saffron rang again. <laughs> he wants me. I'm like, going on that show. I can't embarrass the, um, you know, the Grand Pooh Bar. I can't bloody do that. Is that the name, Grand No, nah, it's called the, oh. um, the, it's got a really normal name, like the member or something like that. The right. head of the Freemasons is called the Secretary. Is it still relevant as something to hang shit on? The Freemasons? Because now there's Scientology. That seems to have taken yeah. the place. Yeah, look, Freemasons are very old. Yeah. So my dad's a spring chicken and he's 75. Is it dying out? Yeah, it is dying out. Right. But they, you look, go to any town or any suburb in Melbourne, in, across Australia, they have the best real estate. They own Dallas Brooks Hall. They own Dallas right. Brooks Hospital. That hospital there, the Freemasons Hospital, yeah. obviously. That's a hospital. And my dad performs Caesars. It's unbelievable. It's part of his... <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyway, so Kev's going, oh, buddy, can't go on here at this bloody stupid show. So like the next day, I ring up. Mum, I ring up my guy's dad there, and mum goes, "Oh no, he's up at the Freemasons filming with John Saffron." Uh, <laughs> he just turned around completely, yeah, and like you know, John's done this expose on um, on the Freemasons with Kev, and Kev was really worried whether the secretary. It was a bit of a piss take, wasn't it? Yeah. Your dad was doing stuff that was. Just quite dad, normal. Dad got a rope out of his boot and saffron's. Yeah. Oh, that's where you tie the goat up with. Yeah, and he's getting like a dollar off his spaghetti at the spaghetti bar or something like but that. But he still gets recognised from that, Kev. Really? He's, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's a big YouTube <laughs> hit. And so, like, people in the church and stuff come after him. Oh, so you on YouTube, Kev? Because I reckon... I reckon um, that's a, that's a good credit. I should use that now. We should all use that on a co- uh, comedy festival YouTube. posters. Carl Chandler. Brackets YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> that's seen on YouTube. But my dad was, he's quite funny. So he could have... Yeah. He I don't think he could have been a comedian, but he was certainly he was yeah he's quite funny. I reckon. Kev. Well, I reckon David Allsop is hoping that stuff takes off for me because I reckon he's I reckon he wants to He'd take the Kev O'Neill comedy dad crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. dad'd be up for it. Oh, he loves it. Yeah, that's in heaps of my routines, and people always go, oh, people always think that your parents like if you're if you sort of you know is he any chance? Is he any chance to change his name to Daslo? <laughs> <laughs> he already does though. Like he when he meets people at gigs, he introduces himself like that to avoid does confusion. He? Yeah, because he knows that if he says Allsop. I always call him Mr. A. Should I call him Mr. D? Hey, yeah, he'd be pretty happy. Well, on that note, guys, I think that brings us to the end of oh, the show for another just week. warming up. Time has just flown by, isn't it? Well, guys, thanks very much for having me. Thanks for coming along, David. Have you got anything um, uh, coming up no, that you want to plug? The Comedy Festival. Yep. Gee, Matt, uh, you're happy to be out of the happy house? Happy to be out of the house. Yep. Yeah, it's a great on. title. Uh, mentioned tickets this. on sale? Yeah, yeah, buy tickets go to the Comedy Festival website. Uh, mine aren't on I've sale. I've sold um, 16 tickets. Great. Yeah, nice one. Oh, yeah. Well, get on it. Uh, thanks for joining us for another week. Tune in next week. We'll see you soon. See you, mate. See you, mate. Bye, mate. With my lover, you was my friend.